Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today I have a new concept for you. Maybe it's not new. Maybe you've heard of EFT tapping before. I had not until probably a month and a half ago and I found it very, very interesting. Now, you may be asking yourself, well, what is EFT tapping? We're going to get into it, but it's uh, Anne is my guest, and I'll share about her in a second here. But EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. It is a technique like anything else you do to calm yourself down. Maybe you practice gratitude. Maybe you read. Maybe you journal. Maybe you listen to music. Think of tapping as another resource to calm your anxiety, calm your depression, shift your mindset. And I'm all about shifting your mindset when you need to. And this episode, I hope you have an open mind and look at it as another technique. I know sometimes we hear things where like, oh, that's too woo-woo or too far out there. And, you know, we kind of just diminish the value that they have. And I don't think we should do that. Have an open mind. And this is one of those things where initially I was like, hmm, when I heard it on another podcast, I'm like, does that actually work? And then I tried it and it helped call me. So I'm all about having things in my life that can benefit me when I need them to. So let me give you a little background on who Anne is. Her name is Anne Peterson. She's a mindset coach and EFT practitioner. She has recovered from a codependent and nasty traumatic relationship. We talk about all of that, the trauma that she has gone through. And now she has made it her mission to help women tap into their full potential, encourage them to live a life worth their wildest dreams. So you are going to love this episode. Something I haven't done in a while, and I think I need to bring it back, but I'm going to do it today. And I don't know if I'm going to make it a consistent thing, but I am sharing a review with you today. This one is called Love This Podcast and the name is Don't Want a Nickname. <laughs> I thought that was pretty clever. But this person's review said, Lauren's podcasts are so entertaining and they give me great information to live a he- healthy and wise life. Thank you so much for leaving that Apple review. These help me tremendously. I mentioned it on the show. I like to read them before I record. I know you don't gain any Thing from leaving a review. I know it takes a, you know some time to you know pull up the app and go to the reviews and leave a review. But I promise you, they are they are so helpful. This these reviews help the show get ranked and reach more listeners. So if you can do that, that would be very helpful. You can also leave one on Spotify. Okay, you guys, let's get to the show. Depending on when you are listening to this, it is back to school time, and I am just wondering how we got to this point. 
Our oldest son is starting kindergarten and that means I am full of emotions but also trying to figure out how I am going to adjust to this new schedule. I'm going to have to wake him up at the butt crack of dawn, make sure he is fed, make sure he has a proper nutrition, and then also figuring out my nutrition. But I know the cereal that I have created called Moosley will help make our lives so much easier. Moosley is a high fiber cereal that can be enjoyed cold or warm. I personally love it as cereal, cold cereal with vanilla almond milk. And I've also been adding it to my yogurt with some peanut butter. I love it in a smoothie. I love to bake with it. And best of all, my kids enjoy it as well. If you're struggling to and trying to figure what you're going to do to make your life easier, I highly suggest trying Moosley. It has so many nutritional things in it, such as oats and three types of seeds. You got chia, you got hemp, you got flax, you have cinnamon and almonds and coconut flakes, and it is so delicious and filling and so good for the whole family. If you are wondering about what this moosely thing is, all you have to do is head to www.mymoosely.com. That's www.mymoosely.com and I will leave it in the show notes. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. If you saw the title, you might be asking yourself, what the heck is EFT tapping? Tapping, that was my Chicago. (laughs) Is it for me? How How does it work? What exactly is it? And today I have and what what is your last name? Peterson, duh, that's <laughs> right in front of me. Yes, uh, on the show today to explain exactly what EFT tapping is, how to do it, how she uses it, all the things. And thank you, Anne, for being here today. Thank you so much for inviting me and for having me on your show. And I'm very excited to share more information on this on this technique. It's been so powerful for my healing journey, for my yeah, for my for my business, for, for so much, for changing my mindset and uh, my belief systems. And yes, I love talking about it. Yay. So what, okay. So what, let's start with the basics. What does EFT stand for and what is it exactly? So EFT stands for emotional freedom technique and it's the short form is tapping because that's what you do. You literally tap on certain points in your, on your body. So on your upper body and on your face, you use your two fingers and then there's the side of the hand, which is one point. The top of your head is another point. Then between the eyebrows, on the temples, below the eyes, under the nose, under the chin. Then you've got the collarbone, your um, yeah, your, your rib cage where your bra line would be and your wrists together. So that would be called one round of tapping. And that's what we do. We tap. So there are two explanations of what is happening to your body. I like to do the spiritual one at one side because it is a technique that comes from the traditional Chinese medicine um, using acupuncture points like acupressure combined with positive psychology. And the research, there is more and more research going into this technique. And for the last two and a half decades, um, research have shown that what happens is with these points, you send a calming signal to your amygdala, which is the part of the brain that goes into fight or flight if you 
are stressing out, if you are in, I don't know, if you're still traumatized. So this is the part of the brain that freezes everything and makes you not think right, makes mm-hmm. you go into tunnel vision. So tapping on it releases this fight or flight response. And also what they found out is that lowers over 40% of your cortisol level just by tapping on these points. You don't so even have pressure to points, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're doing more and more researches on um, quitting smoking, for example, or weight loss, where they have MRI scans now, where you can see the brain lit up before and after the treatment. And mm-hmm. after the treatment, the, the brain is not lit up when it comes to cravings anymore. So I think that is just a very cool, yeah, f- visual side of the of the whole research that you can see actually it's happening uh, most of the people who who try and use this they you feel the shifts mm. you feel things are changing you especially when you work with your mindset you might feel an, a release but you also see things are shifting mm. but when you see the science proof behind it that is like when it becomes powerful and that's where a big movement from this from this tapping from the tapping practitioners are coming from because it's backed up with so much science by now. Yeah. It's interesting because I never heard of tapping. And then I was listening to another podcast and they had somebody on there talking about um, tapping. And I was like, Hmm, you know, it's kind of like one of those things that's a little bit, you, when you hear something for the first time, you're like, Oh, does that actually work? You know, this is kind of like a interesting concept. And then I was also thinking too, I'm like, There are so many ways to manage our feelings, anxiety, depression. We live in a very chaotic life. We have lots on our to-do list. Um, It's constantly go, 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 go. And if this is another way to help people to calm their nerves and center themselves, like we should be all for it, right? It's like worth trying to see if it actually, you know, works for you and applying it to your lifestyle. So there was a few mornings I'm bad. My, my morning routine is kind of like all over the place. It depends, you know, if I actually wake up earlier than my kids do. And if they actually stay sleeping, like I'm able to have an awesome morning routine. And this is when I was trying this, um, the tapping. Um, and I found that it did help because I was able to shift my mindset and to focus on something else. So I want to talk about, I want to slow down. First of all, what are some things that people can tap on or tap for? Like, what are we, what are we tapping to release? anything and everything okay so this is my my community and my friends they keep saying when I have an issue they're like tap on it because that's what I say that's my advice (laughs) tap on it so um obviously there's I think there are a few things you can use this for and I personally have used it to heal my PTSD and um severe panic attacks and anxiety because when you know I don't know if you've ever had PTSD or like an anxiety attack you Mm have intense feelings in your body Mm -hmm. and you can calm them down just by tapping on it tapping on the site like on those points and you feel a shift so that's like I call this the emergency tapping option where when you're actually in the state of oh my god 
I don't know what to do with myself here right now. Even sometimes when you're overwhelmed, I know you're a mom, I'm a mom, and sometimes your kids trigger you. <laughs> you <wanna laughs> do they ever? Conscious, <laughs> like I don't want to be the yelling or screaming mom, but yeah. sometimes I'm like breathing through yeah. this is not always helping. Mm-hmm. So taking five to 10 moments to move away from the situation and just tap on the intensity of feeling. Like sometimes it's anger that's coming mm-hmm. up. Sometimes it's like complete overwhelmment and just shutting yourself in a room yeah. and tap on it five to 10 minutes. I cannot tell you how often I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> and Mommy really needs a minute. Like just give me a second. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, just do that. Even if you just tap it one or two rounds it is already doing something to you especially if you make that a practice that you use often so your body's already used to this like okay we're coming into a calming state we're coming into into a like chill out move it's okay we don't have to deal with those intense emotions in that way so one one point one yeah and one part I love using this technique is in emergencies. And I've got a couple mm-hmm. of clients who are um, training for the Olympics, who um, go on competitions. And we have practiced, you know, we have our weekly calls and stuff and we work on mindset and, and all of that. But sometimes they call me in those emergency states. Mm-hmm. We do the tapping and within a couple of minutes, it's calm. It's there's like, oh, okay. And friends call me sometimes when they have relationship drama because somehow mm-hmm. I'm I'm the expert in in that and <laughs> when they call you with like the state of almost a panic attack um I just tell them let's tap and mm-hmm. even the ones who are I mean it is a weird technique let's just be honest it's mm-hmm. you tap on your face and if you're not really had, if you've not really hit rock bottom, right. are you really trying to use it? Like you have to be willing to try something new to totally. feel ridiculous. To me, it doesn't feel ridiculous anymore, but mm-hmm. it does look weird if you like, you know. <laughs> yeah. And even those people when they when they call me who've been skeptical before, they use the technique and they are like, whoa, in a few minutes, <laughs> I've calmed down a lot. So okay. So emergency situation tapping that's one way of using it do you do it every Um, day I do it every day yeah do it every day I feel like too it could become like a morning ritual like as you know you can do it whenever obviously in your car when you're stressed out with traffic whatever um your kids like you mentioned but also like getting into the habit whether you know you have coffee first thing in the morning it's like or you journal or you meditate or you read I think it's like one of those things like it grounds you a little bit and makes you centered for the day because especially around my period I wake up um with um, anxiety, like it's my anxiety is heightened around my period. You know, your hormones are all over the place. And that's kind of when I found this tapping. Um, and I was doing it cause I, I around my period, you can't, sometimes you can't control some things or your thoughts, they feel very overwhelming. So, um, I was like tapping in the morning. So let's go through kind of like slow down the, um, the, the pressure points will kind of like, so if somebody is listening to this in their car, they can kind of get a visual. I also YouTube this too, because I was listening to um, the podcast. I'm like, I needed a visual, but can we get very like specific 
of, um, in our thoughts, like we'll pick something to tap on and then kind of go through, um, each pressure point and kind of things we say the first round and then kind of what we do the second round. And then if you want to continue and so on and so forth. Of course. Okay. Awesome. Is there anything you want to tap on specifically? Or do you want me to explain? <sighs> okay. So kind of what I'm feeling today is so our son started kindergarten yesterday. Our other son is in pre-K and it's like these time blocks. And I'm like trying to fit everything in, <laughs> in these like time blocks. I like, sometimes I feel like I have a running clock and I'm like, okay, I just got to get all these things done before, you know, I pick up the kids and then, you know, the, the to-do list. So I guess letting go of the expectation of having to, I guess, get everything done today or in this moment. Okay. So what I would do is you have the side of the hand. So it's like the, between your pinky and your wrist, it's like this fleshy bit. Mm-hmm. That's where I tap. Um, I use the three middle fingers, like your what is that? The, the, the index, your middle and your ring finger. Okay. And, and does it matter what hand you can tap on? It doesn't matter what, what hand, no. Like okay. say, use your dominant hand to tap, but um, it really doesn't doesn't matter. If you've got a handicap and you can just, I don't know, use one hand, that, that's, that's fine. Okay. The side doesn't matter. The pressure you use is like, you know, when you're in a concert and there's a huge dude standing in front of you and you want his you want him to move and you tap on his shoulder, you'd okay. be like, hey man, can you move? And that's the kind of pressure you want to use. So we are not here to punch ourselves in the face, but Mm -hmm. we do want to create a pressure on that, on that point. Um, Okay. To get a visual for the people listening um, to, yeah, our, our hand is kind of just like bent and it's in front of us. Doesn't matter where, like Anne mentioned, and then we're just tapping with those three fingers on that, um, that hand where you mentioned between the um, wrist and the bottom of your pinky. Yeah, it's just the fleshy bit of that side of your hand. Um, and what you do here is you just, it's like the, the setup for a movie, the setup for a book. You go into the topic generally. Um, and while we do that, we repeat a sentence, even though I feel this, even though this situation is going on, I love and I accept myself. And I forgive myself. That is a huge part of this practice that you, even though something bad is going on, mm-hmm. you're still accepting yourself and mm-hmm. you love yourself. And some people cannot even say that. So that's when I go and start something completely new. We're not tapping on the issue. We start with self-love. And mm-hmm. self-love is like, I think it's a word a little bit overused. But in the end of the day, if you don't love yourself, if you don't respect yourself, I think that's the core of so many of our problems um Mm. so addressing the issue accepting and acknowledging that that issue and that situation exists Mm -hmm. and that 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 feels shitty and going there so here's the setup of how a tapping round goes or a tapping session is we talk about our feelings and that situation. So we get really raw and really honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And for some of us, that is the very first time we've ever done that. Some of us use a coping mechanism of like, I have to be high vibe and I have to only be positive. And oh my God, law of attraction is going to bring us bad things if we say bad things. But 
what happens if you do not acknowledge how you feel and that a certain situation is happening, you cannot change it. Mm. So that is always the first thing I do to acknowledge and accept the fact and saying, I can still love myself. Mm. I am still worthy. Yeah, I'm still good enough. And then depending on how you feel, often I say, and I'm open to change this. I'm willing to change this. I'm open to see this differently. I'm willing to be guided. Mm. Um, and that's what I would do with the setup point. So with in the situation that you mentioned previously, I'd say something like, even though I feel all this pressure, I love and I accept myself. Mm, okay. All this pressure to get everything done in time is freaking me out. And I love and accept myself anyway. Okay. I forgive myself. And maybe I even forgive others who've put me in that situation. I deeply and completely respect myself. And I know that I can get everything done that I want to. But I also know if I don't get everything done, I'm still okay. And mm. I'm still worthy of being loved. So when I do the tappings and I lead it, I say a sentence and then you would um, repeat it after me. Um, okay. If you do it yourself, just tap on the, on the, on the point. And the side of the hand is the, is the setup statement, is the setup for this session to get a general idea of what's going on to tune into the topic. Okay. And how long do you stay on that hand part? So even though I feel pressure to get everything done on my to-do list. I know I am safe. I am loved. Um, and I know that I will get everything done that I need to. So let's say if I went through that whole sentence, um, how many times do I say there? Or how many times do I repeat that sentence to myself? So there are the, the science EFT tapping that is a standardized protocol mm -hmm. would say, four or five statements, maybe up to 10, but really it does not matter. It's also a little bit of how much time do you have? So in my membership, for example, when we do the tappings, I go quite long on these, on the, on this point because it's a group of people coming together. And yes, these are issues that we are dealing with, but maybe it is something that you need to call forth first before okay. you go in. And um, often what I have my clients do have one-on-one -on -one sessions is while they tell me about their topic, I have them tap already. Um, okay. Also a good idea when you talk to friends and you know how you just need to think, let things out yeah. and go through those tapping points while you do that. Mm. Not even a specific structured of needing to put, I love and accept myself or something, just tap those points while you're venting to your girlfriend or boyfriend um, for that, for that matter. And that'll help you see things differently already. Interesting. Um, so then you go, okay, so you start with the hand and then you kind of start moving to that, that other pressure point. Yeah. Which is the top of the head. It's right okay. where the crown chakra I would say is just the top of the head, really. Very, very tippy top of the head. And are you using one hand, two hand? Does it matter? That's just what I say. It doesn't matter. I like to use two hands because I'm very much a fan of believing everything is energy and we have energies running through our bodies. We've yeah. got the right and the left brain half and we have um, energies running through our, through our bodies. So I like, I feel more balanced when I do two, but it completely does not matter. You can do one hand, you can do two hands. There's no scientific proof for 
any improvement if you do if that things will speed up if you use two hands some people have asked me that before so i actually okay. do some it, i guess too it depends how how anxious are you feeling to do all the hands yeah. you got <laughs> so what i noticed when sometimes when you do two it's especially when you're new you'd kind of like go Drumming, everywhere like, on, you're like oh, yeah you one you hit the point i like doing the the two okay and we say one sentence if you just use the points without saying anything and you just breathe you just take two or three deep breaths but if you talk to yourself and mm -hmm. we have a session together you would say one sentence and then you move on and sometimes it could just be one word like all this overwhelm okay and so then you move on. So your first round, are you just acknowledging the overwhelm or are you also trying to solve the, the feeling as well? If you, if that makes sense, like simultaneously, are you like focusing on the problem or the solution or both? <laughs> first, I call, uh, talk about the problem. Gotcha. I you talk really about the problem. go very deep on how miserable and shitty that feels. Gotcha. And even okay. though it's a tiny little thing, but you're upset about it. Mm -hmm. sometimes you come to a point of irony where okay. you're like it's like I had a tapping session the other day with um someone who had food cravings mm. and I was doing these sessions and she was beautiful like maybe she could have lost a pound or two and it's like obviously she wanted to work on her cravings yeah. um and at one point she laughed out loud um when we tapped on oh, if I eat this cracker and I'll just keep eating and I won't work out. And uh, we're just talking about the resistance of her working out and the resistance of her trying to have a healthy diet. Um, and we went somewhere in, in, uh, in the conversation where she has to be craned out of the house and because she's so fat. Oh my, my God. Like, yeah, that's okay. I've hit the point <laughs> now where I see how ridiculous this is. And um, okay, so a shift happened. Mm. Whether... You don't have to laugh every time about your, your things, but you notice a shift. Right. And so when you tap on these points and you just say this overwhelm. Okay. This overwhelm. The pressure. Okay. So now we went from our hand, our wrist, and then we go to the top of our head. Now what's this, the third pressure point? The, between the eyebrows. Between the eyebrows. Okay. So exactly. like, like that bone right there. Yeah, exactly. Be your third eye will be at the beginnings of your eyebrows. If you don't have a unibrow, that would be good. Okay. <laughs> beginnings of your eyebrows. Okay. So I'm tapping here with my two fingers on each side. Again, you can do, do one and all this overwhelm. It's exhausting. Exactly. And then you go to the next point. So you go along your eyebrows and at the okay. end of your eyebrows, the side of your eyes, that will be the next point. Okay. Side of your eyes. And you can keep, you can repeatedly say this overwhelm or whatever emotion it is you are feeling. Chest is heavy so and tight, all this overwhelm. And then you go under your eye, uh, under your eyes, where your under eye bags your, would be. Okay. And I just want to repeat these. So you got this started with the wrist on top of your head, your crown of your head, um, the, in between your eyebrows, like at the very beginning where they start. And then we're at the um, then we went to this where your eyebrows end. And then now we are <laughs> trying to remember under the, under the eye. Okay. We're yeah. under the eye. Now. So I like to say between, between the eyes, between the eyebrows, beside the eyes, under the eyes. Gotcha. Under the eyes. Okay. We're here. All this um, overwhelm. This feels 
heavy. Um, I feel irritated. Um, Move to the next point. Okay. So the next point is uh, directly under, uh, under the, the nostrils. Nose. Okay. Yeah. And you can keep saying all this overwhelm. All this overwhelm is exhausting. You go under your lips. So the little, is that the little C's crease here? That divot. Okay. So not necessarily dip. on your chin, but like that crease right under your lip. Okay. Yeah. That little dip on there. That's where you, that's where you tap. Okay. So, so we're tapping you. I feel so pressured. I feel so pressured. I feel like as a mom, as a wife, I have, as a business owner, I have a lot to get done, but I know that I am control of my schedule. And I know that I am worthy of great things, whether my to-do list gets done or not. I kind of added a solution there. <laughs> I was going to say, you jump right into the solution. Let's start with the, with the feelings first and with the, what's feelings. going, what's going on. And okay. um, then we go to the collarbones, like an inch below your collarbone. An inch below your collar, collarbone. Okay. So we're tapping yeah. here. Right, right there. And you can then become specific and just say, I have to like mompreneur life is hard. Yeah. Mompreneur life is hard. <laughs> mompreneur life is challenging. Mompreneur life is challenging. And then we go to the, the side of the boob is where the, the, the rib cage is, where your bra line will be. Bra line. That's okay. Okay. Um, I don't know how other people do it. I don't know how other people do it. <laughs> I mean, clap your wrists together. Okay, let me clap our wrists together. And you say, I am completely overwhelmed. I'm completely overwhelmed. <sighs> and you start you on the top of the head again. Okay, so then you skip the wrist for the next yeah, cycle. Exactly. So, so you only you begin like with the, oh, I guess you tap together to finish that round. You get the, the, the wrists together. It's a different tapping point than the, the, the side of the hand. Okay. The so side you, of the hand is what you skip. That's okay. the beginning, the setup. And then you, after the wrists together, you go back on the top of your head. Okay. So then you're going back to the top of the head. Some practitioners might you might not use the, the wrists. Um, to tap together. I like, yeah. I like adding that. Um, I've, I've learned it from, from a practitioner and she, she just said that it's, um, it, it helps you with anxiety. Okay. So obviously that's a big thing for us. So I think it's a good point to add um yeah just the so the you finish the round with tapping the the wrist together okay exactly and then you start again with the same points and okay. if you do that without me interrupting and saying anything you will probably already feel a shift mm. and if you don't you do that again and you so can what are we saying the second round now are we just are we trying to calm ourselves or are we coming up with those solutions kind or? of the same until you have felt a shift until you you're not shift. going anywhere you okay. want to really feel a difference that you have calmed down a little bit. Mm. At the beginning of each session, you might want to add a little thing where you say, how intensely am I feeling this is on a scale from zero to 10. 10 okay, is being so. like I'm having a panic attack and zero is, doesn't bother me at all. And you then after each round, you can say, oh, it went down from a nine to a seven. Okay. And once you are at a zero or a one, then you can keep going. Mm. Um, 
But it also might be, I like to do two or three, sometimes even four rounds of just talking about the issue and how it might make us feel. And um, yeah, I usually then feel a shift and then I move on. So let's just say we've done, we felt a shift. Okay. Of I'm a bit calmer now. I've okay. had a little smile or, okay. ooh, that hit a point. That hit, that hit a spot. Sometimes I actually do feel like a-, like a little shift. Like the tightness I feel is like not as, I guess, prominent. Yeah, that's, that's a shift. Yeah. Okay. And you might go in there again and you might realize that something else is coming up. You might realize from round one, if you tap on one emotion, another emotion is coming up. Mm. You might tap on that. Um, and then we say, I like to say, even though this is going on, I love, I accept, and I forgive myself. Mm-hmm. Even though this is going on, I appreciate myself anyway. Just to add this emphasis of, you're still good enough. Mm. I personally have a huge wound of I don't feel good enough. Um, so that is a very part of my personal practices where I just say, and I'm still worthy of being here. I'm oh, I'm not a burden to the world. I'm right. still good enough. I'm allowed to be here. Um, and I think it's a powerful round to put in also to to separate the, shittiness that you felt to then start the transition to let's now change this i love Uh, that yeah that's 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 big and then i start saying i let this go i feel safe it is safe for me because oftentimes especially when we talk on limiting beliefs or manifestations of we want to change or do something the reason it's not coming or it's not happening is because it doesn't feel safe because they are like secondary benefits to a certain situation or to a certain habit that you're still doing. And we want to let go of the need to continue the bad habit or or the need of feeling this emotion. And Mm -hmm. so you just say, and I'm ready to release this. And that's a part where it's so simple. Right. That most people say, this cannot be it. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Because and- we, at the end of the day, like we are in control. Like I am controlling, you know, this this emotion. I'm allowing myself to feel a certain way. Like put emphasis on the things that need to get done. That you know, life or death. That they're not dependent on that. But we we create a bigger issue out of some of the things, some of these feelings in our head, you know, and then if we can minimize that by calming our thoughts or changing it, like I choose to release this, that it's a choice, right? You know, it's a choice that, okay, I don't have to carry this burden. You know, I can ask for help or, you know, I can choose to complete some of these things tomorrow, or I need to lower my expectations, you know, because sometimes we have, we expect ourselves to be all these things and do all these things. And really, you know, sometimes that's impossible. (laughs) And it's okay to ask for help as well. It's okay to outsource certain things. It's also okay to prioritize again, because as you say, sometimes we think lots of things are as super important. And then it's like, is it really, this is my priority. Okay. From the list of 500 things, I've narrowed it down to five (laughs) and let's just focus on them and then see how I, how I feel. And often once you start, you're kind of in a role and you get things done and it's oftentimes also our mind playing, playing tricks on us. 
and this with this technique i think it's it's just a powerful way to calm us down again and also get out of the tunnel vision so what it does when we feel stressed out we are getting our body still thinks we are fighting a tiger from uh, when we were when we were living in and ca- in caves and it's the same body response so you've got this tunnel vision fight or flight and the tapping gets you out of that tunnel vision it gets you to open up to possibilities and resources and when you are calm, when you've calmed down when your cortisol level is is not on on high alert you just operate differently mm. and yeah. that's a beautiful technique also for people even if you're not in the personal development space or even if even if you just quote unquote stressed out and everyone is stressed out and the side effects of stress on the body is I mean we know all about it so just adding a technique of 10 minute tapping in the morning or at night or maybe even in between can help you really release the symptoms of stress yeah even if it's like I I like five minutes I'm sure five minutes three to five minutes like if you're new to this too is like start somewhere right maybe you can't sit down for 10 minutes or whatever but like I, when I did this, I was like, it was like a few minutes. I kind of just went through a couple rounds until I felt, um, a little bit better. Like you said, you felt, you felt that shift, but, um, no, I think that's, that's very beneficial. Okay. So when do you, well, first of all, when did you discover tapping? I discovered tapping in 2019, I was pregnant and I was in a not a very good relationship and I was not in a very good place. Um, that's when I decided I have to change something. My child, I don't want, back then I thought I don't want my child to deal with the same shit I'm dealing with. And I don't know what to do, but something has to change. And Mm -hmm. so I got into personal development. I also got into like spirituality and you could say I had my spiritual awakening. I got very deep into that later on. And I discovered tapping for limiting beliefs. And it was more around the topic of money. Back then I didn't heal any trauma for myself yet, but um, it was money tapping for limiting beliefs on money. And it Do you talk about those good. limiting beliefs? Like, get, can you get like specific? Because I mean, yeah, was, money problems um, is, you know, uh, apparent I, for everybody or a lot of people, yeah. I should say. I believe that money could only come in a certain way. It can only come if I work very hard. It, um, you know, money doesn't work, grow on trees. I have to put a lot of, a lot of suffering and efforting into it to receive money. I, um, not worthy of money. Like money is something bad. Money is something only certain people have. If I was to be rich, I'd be one of those bad people. I'd be one of those rich bitches. I, um, I don't really deserve it. And so I'm still doing a lot of work around, around money. And, uh, but that, that's how I first got in touch with it. And, I didn't pay a lot of attention to it. I did a personal development coach back then, a course back then. And it was, she talked about tapping for anxiety or calm your emotions back then. I wasn't really ready to hear that. Mm -hmm. And um, I had some, like we went through a time of um, domestic violence and I had to flee and went through like really horrible and traumatic times. Mm -hmm. And when I arrived in Germany, completely completely traumatized, completely. Um, and this is why you were Germany. pregnant. This is afterwards. After I you're flee, pregnant. 
flee. I had to flee with my little baby and um, yeah, just flew. Oh my gosh. Like starting over. Did you know anybody in Germany? Well, my parents were there, but I didn't, I was, I wasn't in Germany. I hadn't been in Germany for 15 years and it was some, it was a place I would never wanted to go back to. I had issues with my parents. I had issues with, um, there was a reason why I left. There was a reason I wasn't aware of it, but there was definitely con- subconsciously a reason why I moved to the other side of the world. Um, but that wasn't safe anymore. So I had to, I like, I knew what it's like to grab your child, the few belongings you have and just run. And um, so that's what I did. Luckily, I did have to apply to go to, to be safe and to be able to start over. So I arrived in Germany feeling like a complete failure, feeling like so much guilt, so much shame, you know, single mom, um, no money, no nothing. I had, I had nothing. And um, that's when I came to tapping. I couldn't, I was listening to, I was, I was looking into getting therapy, but therapy rooms were full. I'm still on a waiting list until wow, today. Wow, really? The, yeah. Um, so, but I knew I had to change something. Also having that little girl and knowing that it can't be like this. I was deeply still very, very traumatized, still being harassed by um, the people who weren't very good to me mm-hmm. and constantly in a in a fight or flight and in an anxious state and tapping helped me to calm down so that's why I know this when I talked about earlier the emergency tapping it helps it calms your nervous system down and so I used that for about a year all I did was tapping getting over my depression um meditating just doing my best to survive and get better and being okay with where I am and to start over. I mean, lockdown was there as well. So, uh, right. Um, then you face COVID. So, exactly. oh my, so the past few years, I'm sure we're just like learning curve and crazy the learning curve. Yeah. And, <laughs> and tapping so- has been a technique that has helped me so much. So after at one point I, I was okay with my PTSD. I could go out into the world again. And, um, and PTSD stemming from your abusive relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And also, I mean, why you are in an abusive relationship, there's a reason for it. Um, and I looked into that the entire year and that's, that's where the whole healing journey started. So when I was in, um, in a, um, in a women's shelter, I stopped saying, why is he doing that? Why is he not changing? Why are other people not doing this for me? I said, how did I get here? Mm. What did when, I when, when did you go into a women women's shelter? Was this before you got you you fled, or was yeah. this okay that before was, that was just before I fled? But then I was in this women's shelter, and I thought I I've got a child to maintain. I've got I can't I can't do this. And um, yeah, so I flew home to Germany and started started over. But the c- different kind of question that I asked in the women's shelter was I stopped making other people responsible for my situation. And I started to say, how did I get here? And that also opened up a whole new world. So I got into abusive relationships, healings and um, coachings and understanding the psychology of why are you getting into a relationship like this? And obviously it stems from your childhood. It stems from trauma. It stems from limiting beliefs, blah, 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 all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've gotten really good in, 
understanding codependency, healing it, have used tapping a lot to heal this part of me as well. And yeah, so I use tapping for the emergency, but then also for healing through other issues of my of my life. And that was that was very powerful. And I continue to use tapping because it just helps me with the limiting beliefs, especially when in business, we've just talked about it, having having a podcast and feeling afraid of showing up, like especially with my with my story, I'm still afraid that my abuser might find me and do something to me or my, my daughter. And obviously having an online presence is a bit counterintuitive to this. Mm. But then again, I know that nothing really is going to happen. It's the fear of what I've lived through. It's my old trauma. And um, yeah, but the tapping helps me just to calm my nervous system down when these fears come come up in whatever area sometimes it's even fear of success sometimes it's fear of things are going really well the other shoe has to drop now soon right isn't that funny how like humans have this tendency of like oh my gosh you can be having like this most beautiful day and then something negative comes into your mind and you're like oh I shouldn't feel this right now, or, you know, I'm too lucky or whatever it is. Isn't that, that's funny that you say that because it's, you know, I feel like so many people face that like, Oh, what if I, you know, I don't deserve it. It comes back to exactly. Yeah. Not deserving it for whatever reason, thinking you don't um, deserve that. When did you actually, sorry, there's actually a really great book about this. It's called The Big Leap from Gay Hendricks. So many people have mentioned um, that book. I have not read it. Is it, it's good? I highly recommend it. I'm rereading it. I'm, it is, you constantly come back to it, especially when you're a business owner um, or like, like you and I, we're both mompreneurs. We are, he uses the word upper limiting yourself. We are Uh, constantly saying, this is too good to be true. And yeah, just read the book. Please. The Big it's Leap. The Big Leap from Gay Hendricks. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Oh, I love it. You're not the first person that have told me that. I don't know. Did I download it? I don't know. Something, but I have not, I have not read it. Um, but I will. It's on my, it's on my list. Uh how did you figure out or when did you say to yourself, like, okay, this is working for me. I want to help others um, you know, heal themselves as well. Well, after my story, I had, so I was in, I actually have a background in selling luxury real estates. I was living on a boat in Australia and I um, sold yachts. And so I was coming from a sales background and um, I merged into coaching women with um, sales background and wanting to improve their, their sales. And then I um, changed that into um, a more holistic approach because I wanted to help people feel better and I wanted to be go deeper on a more personal and subconscious level rather than just sales results I always ended up teaching like telling women because they were in abusive relationships like you're not going to improve yourselves if your home is not okay or um so I became a life coach and a personal life coach and then I used the obviously then I underwent my own healing journey a big transition and it was I see it now looking back, it's like the universe saying, well, if you want to do that, let's just make sure you have integrity, you have authenticity, because you are kind of living a bullshit story here, 
the moment and um, being in an abusive relationship and not being happy with what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. So let's just change the whole thing and <laughs> let's get you ready. <laughs> and, wow. Um, tapping has just been a huge part of my of my journey of how far I have come. And um, as a mindset coach, I feel like we are missing the emotional part of healing and improving and transforming. I used to be very much in the spiritual world and use esoterics and um, all that. But in the end, it's not even about being like mystical or spiritual it's a, it's it's about you using your body and how whatever words resonate with you i do believe our emotions are our guiding system as abraham hicks often says and our emotions tell us something and as a mindset coach i feel like we are missing out on that big big important part and true transformation comes from shifts inside of you just talking about things just listening to motivational speakers is not going to cut it. So tapping has been a tool that integrated all of it. I mean, yes, reading those books, amazing. Uh, Learning about all sorts of things, all great. But how do you integrate it into your system? So the somatic experience with tapping, I do I did hypnosis, breathwork, all of you mentioned it. Um, I've, I've, I've done it all. But the tapping is something that I loved because you can do it all the time and you can even do that with your child sitting next to you I was going to say if you can do it like with your kids have your kids do it right yeah of course I'm I'm working at refugee centers at the moment um, where I help people from uh, where to flee from the war I'm working with a lot of Ukrainians at the moment wow Um, and the kids we work with they they are all tapping Um, they don't know why we do this but they they tap with us and uh I got into the organization, got a tool here. Um, I think we need to put that into into into, into something. So um, a couple of months later, I've, I'm like leading um, groups there and um, helping people to feel better. And it's becoming a yeah quite a quite a movement for those people in 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 needs with like really yeah traumatized and yeah un, uncalm nervous system. Yeah. Um, and tapping is cool. So when we do, when we come to the kid with the kids, we have certain songs, and then at some point, the the three to ten year olds are tapping, and it's it's cute. Um, That's awesome. I tap with my kids. Do you? How old are they? And they, uh, yeah, I three, um, three, and um, well, my 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 daughter is three, and I've got a couple of step kids um, who Aww. don't do that that much, but um, yeah, they, yeah. And sometimes my daughter says no tapping. (laughs) (laughs) I like too with this. It's like, sometimes, you know, I will tell my kids like, okay, let's take a deep breath. (sighs) You know, it's hard to get them to do that, but the, the movement of it, I think is really interesting is, you know, sometimes we can't calm ourselves completely, or we don't want to sit still, or, you know, we need to get aggression out. It's like that movement to attach to our feelings, which I think is, um, I think is super cool. So where can people find you if they're interested in tapping or coaching or listening to the podcast, kind of like just give it, give us all the ways we can find you. 
um, I am on the social media as uh, Tap with Anne. That's A double N, no E in the end. Um, my website is also tapwithanne.com. You, I've got a podcast. It's called Anne Peterson the Podcast. Um, yeah, that's how you. That's how you can find me. Awesome. And what we'll do is I'll leave all of this information in the show notes. You also have a membership, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can you talk about the membership with us? Yeah, so it's the membership where we tap live every Sunday. If you're English speaking, you Sunday. We also have a German section in in there. But once a week, we go live and we tap. And um, I've or I am calling in like-minded women to just make tapping a consistent tool in their day-to-day um, practice and coming together to tap into our full potential. Because I think we have full potential inside of us. We just need to get rid of a couple of things that are standing in the way. And that's what we do. And in that membership, you have um, live tappings. You have got an entire archive of hundreds of tapping sessions on all sorts of topics like self-love, um, anxiety, calling in love, calling in your intuition, being in touch with your emotions, releasing emotions, all sorts of things. And um, yeah, you can. That's so awesome. That's so, that's so cool. And you're taking what you went through in your struggle and you're using it to help other people, you know, love themselves and find themselves. And it's, you know, through your struggle, you've learned your strength. And I think that's super amazing. Yes. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yes. And thank you so much for being here. You guys make sure that you, if you enjoy this episode, take a screenshot tag tap with Anne and myself. Again, I'll leave all that information in the show notes. You can go that extra mile and leave a review. It's like my love language is social media shares and reviews because they are so helpful. And I just, I don't know. I just get this pleasure out of, um, reading your reviews, seeing your shares. It's really cool to see and uh, how you're listening. And again, thank you, Anne, for joining us today and spreading your knowledge of tapping. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yay. And anytime I get somebody with an accent, I'm like, okay, I can just talk to you all day. (laughs) In high school, we had t-shirts that said everyone loves a foreign accent. (laughs) It is so true. It is. It makes Oh my gosh. Like even like any movies with a guy with like an accent, it's just like, you just are sexier. <laughs> with an accent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, you guys hope you enjoy this one. And remember who got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed. So you know, when more episodes come available, My goal is to inspire others to become their vision. And one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again. And remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye guys.